All right, we are back. So welcome back to Curtain Call. You thought the show was over with Cameron and Jennifer. I'm Jennifer. I'm Cameron. And, and we're back. We're back. It's so exciting. Where have we been, Cameron? We we also thought the show was over, Jennifer. We <laughs> we did our first episode. We did a second episode. We realized we were just a little bit too comfortable in our relationship. <laughs> we were really treating you guys like some close friends. Um, and it just wasn't good. We we There's a line of how annoying you can be on a podcast, and we crossed it. We, we want to more just, like, teeter on that line. That's our goal. So we're back. Yeah. We're going to be better than ever, right? It's great. We low-key gave up. Yeah. <laughs> and that's okay. Um, and now that there's a pandemic, uh, everyone is recording via Zoom. So now we have a way to do that while we're separated at school. So exactly. we're testing it out and it's going to be, it's going to be good. So should we just get to it? Yeah, let's just start with our obsessions. What have you been obsessed with this week? This week, my obsession is the Bachelorette situation. OMG. So we love, we loved Claire getting selected because it was going to shake things up. We weren't going to have petty 22-year-old drama anymore. Um, But Claire has found love already, which good for her. She deserves it. We love a self-starter. We love a woman who knows what she wants. Um, so apparently she's engaged. The guy it looks like she picked is super cute and former NFL athlete. I haven't done a lot of research on him because his Insta profile is still private. Um, but I love a football player, so good for her. Um, and now we're going to have Tasha, who... Right. She stole my heart in paradise, to be honest. Like, I wasn't – like, she was fine on Colton's season, but I'm excited. Also, I think she just, like, surprised me in paradise because I would have never picked JPJ for her. And I was in love with them. I was. Like, oh, they were so good together. So if that's her taste in men, I'm just so excited for her season. Like, imagine a season full of JPJs. Exactly. Because I love JPJ, and I felt like he loosened her up a little bit and made her a little bit more fun. We got to see that fun Tasha side. So and I'm here for she, it. Yeah. And she's serious. Like, I don't know. I love Tasha as a person. I feel like she's very intelligent. She knows what she's want. She's not going to have she's not gonna put up with any nonsense exactly so, we're gonna have a mature yeah. lady as our bachelorette because as much as i loved hannah it was very much so wishy-washy and just kind of all over the place so i'm excited to get back to the to the traditional lady just looking exactly. for love and if we're talking about an immature lead like let's talk about peter season two. so <laughs> exactly maturity. the bachelor franchise has exhausted me this past year so i'm excited be great. This has been a good break, me and it. Ex- Honestly, really. <laughs> so Cameron, what's your obsession this week? Okay, so this may come as a shock to many. I have never seen Glee. I know. I can't believe that. Like, I feel like it's just, like, it is a cornerstone of my personality, even though I've never gone past the first season. <laughs> I'd, I'd say that's true. You know what I mean? Like, it just makes sense. But yes, I've tried watching it several times, and I always get to the end of the first season and give up. So I have seen the pilot episode, like, eight times, because I keep restarting. Didn't know that. But <laughs> I have also recently taken up knitting, so I, like, put on Glee, and I get my knitting needles, and I just knit away, <laughs> watch some Glee. Yeah. Why are you 80? <laughs> 
It's okay. Glee's really good until the final couple seasons. You have to push through, but I'm glad I did. So we'll keep up yeah. with your journey, with your Glee thank journey. You, thank you. I'm, I'm like excited. at the end of season one now. They're about to go to sectionals. So. Uh, excellent. We love – the first sectionals is really good too, so. And Jonathan Groff just came on the show, and you know how I feel about that man, so. <sighs> I love him so much, and I also love his character on Glee. He's just he so absurd. better. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What a guy. Well, okay, well, getting into it, our theme for this week is our New York City trip. Um, and this is so timely because Jenna and I actually went to New York City three years ago this week. Um, so it was right after we graduated high school, and I have all my, like, Snapchat memories coming up every day. And Me I just too. miss it so much. So we're definitely going to just um, get a little nostalgic right now. I'm so excited. Um, so we were there for seven days, and we stayed with Jenna's sister, who was so gracious to us. Thank you, thank you, thank you for letting us stay. Thank um, you, Joanna. Shout out. You know, know she's listening. listening. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Joanna. Um, so, yes, we saw four shows, and we'll kind of go into more depth on them later, but we're each going to pick a favorite. So the four ones that we saw were Bandstand, Anastasia, Great Comet, and Waitress. So, Jenna, what was your favorite show we saw? Well, you know, this was a hard decision because I loved them all. So it is with a heavy heart that I have to choose a favorite. But I think <laughs> I'm going to go with Waitress. Good choice. Um, I didn't expect it to be my favorite, if I'm being completely honest. Like, I loved the music going in and everything. But the show itself is just so much funnier and also has so much more heart than I was expecting. And it was just a really enjoyable experience overall. So Cameron, what was your favorite show? Okay, so as much as Waitress kind of did surprise me, and as much as I do love it, I have to go with Bandstand. Um, so good. Honestly, one of my favorite musicals of all time, I think. Not to mention, Jen and I were lucky enough to get <laughs> second row seats. So, like, we could see the sweat on Corey Cott's forehead. We could, like, literally see the dancers backstage getting ready to go out, which I love, like, going to a show and seeing those behind-the-scenes things. Absolutely. So was, I'm pretty sure I, I got Corey Cott's sweat on me, so... <laughs> Um, so yes, and then I just oh, such a good show. Just all my favorite. Where was? Signs. And I think you and I both agreed to this after we saw it again when it was in theaters. Where was Corey Cott's Tony? At least nomination. Like, I'm still looking for it. He I'm had a whole mad. he had a whole PTSD attack on stage. And that man has just come so far in terms of his theatrical growth and vocal growth. Like not that he didn't smash it in Newsies, but he's just like a whole nother level of performer now than he was then absolutely well I think we've said this for a while now he was the he was the jack whose talent lied in his acting not his singing or dancing especially like I mean he was good but his strength was always in the acting and I felt like his singing and he also he's playing piano on stage my boy like that's so hard such a multi-talented man we just need to appreciate him more he's so gifted so, Corey Cott, if you are listening, we love you. <laughs> we love you. Hey, Corey. He's so talented. Um, well, I think that recapped Bandstand pretty well. Um, so we can go ahead and recap some of the other shows. So another show we saw was Anastasia, which was fantastic. Um, you know, I love my girl, Christy Altmar. She's, she's so good. So much heart as Anya. And uh, Ramin Karimli was still in it when we saw it. He's the, he was the glove. Um, he was spectacular. And then, of course, Derek Klenna as just 
an insane human being. <laughs> um, even though Anastasia was not my favorite show we saw, I think it does get the prize for my favorite stage door. Yes, I, I would it was, totally echo that. We had so much fun at that stage door. I just think it was such a good cast. They were all so gracious and kind. Also, really good fans. Like, people weren't yeah. very aggressive, like, at other shows. So, it was a good Yeah, station. very gracious. And I would say Christy especially. I mean, that girl just took her time with everyone. And you know she is exhausted. It's a Sunday yeah. afternoon before her day off. And she's sitting there, like, taking time to say something personal to you, which... I was amazed. I was like, I just would be so tired. Yeah, I'd be like, okay, signing and bye. Yeah, and I think it also helps. Weren't the vlogs partly out when we were there? I think so. Or they were just starting. I think they were because we we had definitely seen some of the vlogs. Right, and we had so much fun because it was like we really felt like we knew their dynamics from the vlogs, which the vlogs were just incredible altogether. (laughs) Some of the best. Some of the best. Um, oh, yes. Anastasia was great. Um, and then Great Comet, which we weren't going to originally see. Right. Uh, but we walked into the theater and just asked if they had last-minute tickets. What I forget what those are called. Well, we asked for the rush tickets. And right, the rush tickets. And he was like, we're actually out, but like I'll just sell you some for $39. And we said, okay. And we like texted my sister. We were like... We're like, we can get $39 tickets to Great Comet. We know you've already seen it. Do you want to see it again? And she was like, heck yes. <laughs> so we saw Oak in that. So good. And he was really good. It was a very different role for him. But, I mean, just fantastic. The music in that show was just incredible. Well, and that show's just so interactive, the way they turned the entire theater into the stage. Like, I mean, with our last-minute tickets, we were not close. Um but we were in the first row at times because they had like the violinist ensemble come out in front of you. One thing in particular I remember, I remember about that show is the conductor, like the conductor sits in the middle of the theater since the action is happening all around. And I just loved watching him. His conducting was so beautiful. And I know that's like a weird compliment, but it was so good. No. And I love shows like that where it's the, the, the conductor is even a character. Yeah. And he really like, he really, leaned into it and you're right it was beautiful I've I always and I can't believe I do this but I almost forget that the musicians were so close to us uh, the ensemble which they're dancing and playing and doing insane things but that was so mind-blowing that they're just like I mean five feet in front of you doing the most yeah. <laughs> I, I mean just the level of talent there was insane and I love that like new trend that's coming about because I feel like like, in Great Comet, obviously, like, the ensemble, like, well, not the ensemble, but the orchestra is part of the ensemble. Like, it's on stage. Same idea with bandstand as you're having, like, live mm-hmm. instrumentalists on stage. Even Waitress puts the band on stage. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of, like, a new trend, and I love, I love where we're going. I do, too. It just adds a whole fun thing. And it's not like you're trying to hide the orchestra, and you're kind of just acknowledging it. And I, I love a fourth wall break. So <laughs> we love, it, When it's tasteful, it, mwah, so good. It just feels so reminiscent of that. So <laughs> <laughs> love. Love of it. And then... Go ahead. Okay. I was just going to say the fourth show that we saw was Waitress. And the only thing I'll add about that, I already kind of fangirled about it, was just Ogie. (laughs) I did not expect... Because Loki in the soundtrack, I was like, okay, whatever. But (laughs) 
on stage. I mean, talk about projecting to the people in the back. He performed his heart out on that stage, and I was in awe. <laughs> like, literally, like, like nearly peeing my pants. <laughs> like, he it was, was so, so funny. It was so funny. Like, if you go see that man, not that he's there anymore, but, like, if you go see that man perform, do not drink water before the show. Like, that... <laughs> You're a danger to yourself and others if you do. He is so funny. It was, it was Jeremy Morris, right, that we saw in yeah. it? Yeah. And he wasn't, he was in the original Ogie, but he was on the off-Broadway, like, And then he toured after we yeah. saw him on-Broadway. I almost got tickets to go see it in New Orleans. I forget why I couldn't, because <laughs> he, I wanted to just see, like, the show was great. I just wanted to see him again. <laughs> you just needed more time with Ogie. So funny. So, and Dawn was funnier than I expected to based on the soundtrack. Just, yeah. Like, the character really just did a lot and oh, such had a, a huge personality. Oh, so good. And the chemistry between uh, Jenna and the doctor just, ah, so good. Because we, so we saw Betsy Wolf mm-hmm. and she was spectacular. So good. I, what I'm going to do to see it again. Oh my gosh, what I would do to just go back. What I would do to go to New York, what I would do to have just live theater be back right now, like, we're all hurting, so. (laughs) Yes. Oh, poor Broadway. All those pictures of Broadway.com posting about the the actors and they're taking pictures of them outside their empty theaters are just so depressing. (laughs) Um, Well, believe it or not, though, Jen and I did not just have a solely Broadway-themed trip. Um, We do like to to call it the Cameron and Jenna um, Broadway and dessert tour of New York City, which we'll get more into the dessert later. But we also did do some, like, of your normal sightseeing and touristy, um, like the tourist traps, you know. So, Jenna, what was your favorite daytime activity we did? Okay, this is hard. I'm going to go with the Met. Um, of course, I love just sitting on the Met steps because Gossip Girl. <laughs> I've um, never even seen Gossip Girl, and you're like, I know you're not going to understand this, but we need to go get yogurt and sit on the steps of the Met and just take a picture. And God bless you for appeasing me. You were like, <laughs> that's fine. We'll do it. And that's that's why we're friends, because you put up with it. <laughs> I had some other wild ideas on that trip that you went along with, so let's just say we're even. Uh, some that can't be mentioned. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So, yes. Yeah, so that was super fun. But then also the Met exhibits, I really enjoyed. The Met's huge. So we definitely couldn't do all of it. But um, I like art. I'm not as much of a modern art person, but some of the historical stuff we got to see, they had old instruments and um, knight, knights uh, armor suits, which were super cool. Um, and so, yeah, the history nerd in me was was freaking out because it was all just old artifacts and I think that's so so neat there were so many characteristics there to observe uh, really just been years there. <laughs> you know us just you know take it in culture like whatever exactly whatever uh, <laughs> so Cameron what was your favorite daytime activity okay mine was the 9-11 museum and memorial this was something that just like they just did it so well it was so like, I just feel like every American, everyone in the whole wide world should just have to visit there. Like, such a patriotic experience and done very intentionally. Like, it was very educational, um, didn't hide from the tragedy. It was very well done. Um, Absolutely. It was, I, I wish I could go back. And we spent a good bit of time there. We did. 
We did. We spent a lot of time because it was, it was fascinating. And, you know, like you said, just a very patriotic experience. Something I think we don't appreciate enough is like our firefighters and that sort of Uh thing. And it makes you really, makes you really um, appreciative of your first responders. Just, you know, like they went in, no questions asked. And normally that's a pretty low key job, hopefully, you know? And so just really appreciative for what people do. It very much like humanized it because Mm -hmm. like we were just like, two years old when it happened. So it's something that's been a part of our life, but not really like a core memory. So just very educational and something to kind of put like faces and names and individual stories to this event that has like shaped the America that we've grown up in. So very interesting. Following the story of the people in the planes, I think is something that'll stick with me forever. Like the transcripts of the calls after the planes have been hijacked, like just, just incredible. And, and, super moving and then also just very humbling so Definitely. very good when I when I went back with my parents the year after actually because they were visiting my sister uh, we went back and did it a second time and I learned more things saw new things uh, and yeah. I mean I could have spent even more hours in there it was really well done this is also where I realized that like Jen and I are good travel partners because I feel like some people would not spend hours in that museum, but I like wanted to read every word and you were like, yes, I also want to read every word. And we did that like at the Met and at the Ellis Island Museum. <laughs> we were like, we're learning it all. We really, we really were good travel partners because we we're very in sync. And then it was like, if someone wanted to do something, we tried to make it happen. And we're, we're similar in that way, I think. So we're both like, planners, but we're also not like we're also a bit spontaneous. We're like go with the flow planners. <laughs> yes, we're like, yeah. we know what we want to do. We have a checklist. We have a to-do list. We're going to hit our to-do list, but nothing's going to be perfect. And that's okay. Exactly. We work well. Oh, love it. You guys wish you could come on our trips. <laughs> just quit our majors and become travel agents. <laughs> oh, so good. Oh my gosh. Wait, do you remember? I think it was in the Ellis Island Museum when we accidentally joined that tour and the tour guide. <laughs> The tour guide yelled at us. We are walking around the museum and we saw this group of people like on a tour. And we were like, oh, like we want to, we want to learn more in depth about the Ellis Island experience. So we, we got in the back of the group. And we were just walking and then the tour guide was like, um, girls, you have to pay for this. Tours start every 30 minutes downstairs. We were so embarrassed. Oh my God. It was so embarrassing. And both of us who are just like total authority pleasers and do not like to play, break rules were so stressed out. Oh, yeah so bad (laughs) okay anyways side note but moving on to fuel us throughout all these activities and excursions we had to get some food some new york cuisine so much but we were walking everywhere so we had to we had to get some nutrition (laughs) we had we had intense desserts every night It was so much sugar was consumed on this trip after every show we were like dessert time it was literally our utopia. So tell me, what was your favorite food experience? Well, I think it's going to be similar to yours. It was Ellen's Stardust Diner. Because what do we love? Good food and musical theater. And it has it all. Dinner and a show. It was so good. And we were totally smart about this because we went around like two. So we still had to wait in line, but it was not an insane wait. It was like, what, 20 minutes? It was not bad at all. Not bad at all. And we were there at the shift change. So they were going all out because it was their like last call kind of thing for performing. I think we got in there and they were doing a song from the producers, which favorite of all time. And I was like, I literally just died and went to heaven. 
that is how I felt in that in that restaurant. I yes, I forgot how much of an experience it was. Like, and then I was I was watching my Snapchat memories yesterday, the day before, and I had all my clips from their different right. performances. Mine popped up too. When I imagine the perfect place for me to be, like that is it. It was. I like I can't even explain it. Like you just gotta go. You do. It really it really just fit us very, very well. I felt like <laughs> it's like this is everything we've ever wanted. And there's like there's like dramatic I don't know how to say this word, dramatizations or whatever of it. Like mm-hmm. on like glee and friends. But it's not the same. It's uh, so good. And these people are so good too. Like the waste yeah. is so good. So talented. Um, yeah, actually, I don't know if I told you, a girl who graduated two years before my sister, three even, she's way older, but she went to our high school, and she's working there right now. Oh my um, gosh, that's Yeah, 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 she, um, we saw her when we went, when I went with my parents, and we were like, we think, is that, is that Erica? <laughs> and it was. So <laughs> she came over and oh said hi. <laughs> so, anyway, yes, Ellen's was spectacular. Um, you of course go for the experience, not the food. This food was the food was fine, but like it was it's not my favorite food we ate. Um my favorite was actually brunch. I had some eggs benedict and I was classy and it was so good too. Just oh delicious. I think about those eggs benedict. They, they were, were so, so good. The hollandaise sauce was spectacular, mm. just out of this they world. Incredible. So Cameron, what was your favorite food? Well, like you, I loved the Ellen Stardust Diner experience. But yes, definitely not the cuisine of the century. So I will pick Schmackeries for my choice. Um, we both had heard the hype about Schmackeries being avid Broadway fans, <laughs> um, particularly Newsies fans. We knew we knew where it was at. Um, but we went. I think we went the first. Maybe not the night we landed, but, like, our first real night. Because we went after Waitress to get Schmackers. Yes, yes. I think I had, like, a Funfetti cookie. It was so good. And then... Funfetti were so good. We definitely went back at least once. Because we went back and we got... We went back and we got a box for your sister and her roommate as a gift. And then we brought home some. Yes, because I definitely know I ate another one. Yeah, I definitely brought them home. They were... <laughs> so good, just so big. And I, I feel like we, did, did we bring some on the plane? Yeah, I, no, we did because the TSA agent went through my bag and pulled. Yeah, I have like a memory. Swabbed the, them. And on the way back, we didn't sit next to each other on the plane. And so I remember I was like by myself, just like eating my schmackeries cookie on the plane. It was so funny. Yeah, schmackeries was so good, and it's only right that one of our favorite foods be a dessert since that's what we exactly. I'm pretty sure there were a couple days we ate like granola bars for dinner because we're gonna have dessert because the day we went to blacktop do you remember uh, like how freaking big those milkshakes were oh those milkshakes I should have said that those were so good those life-changing good. <laughs> the one thing I can't remember because this showed up in my memories today is we went to serendipity what did we get did we get the frozen hot chocolate we got the frozen hot chocolate, and then we got something else to try. And then we we also got, like, ravioli because we decided we needed real food. Just some girls on a health kick eating a ravioli. 
<laughs> balance out our which I haven't thought about in three years since we did it, but it was so funny. Honestly, like that was our peak. Our week in New York. We'll never have that much fun again. <laughs> it was so much fun. Every time I think about it, I just smile and I like remember a new thing that happened. Oh my we God. had we had a cheer even by the end. <laughs> Do you remember that where we were outside? Was it the cats? No, it was the DR Evan Hansen stage door, right? Yeah. And there, because we like, we were standing kind of close because we like didn't want to like get into the stage door because we didn't actually like buy tickets. But we were like, we just want to see the cast because we were right there. So we we're like, we'll just stand back and watch them come out just for fun. And there were these two people next to us. And one of them's name was Kimmy, apparently, because her friend very loudly as they're walking past us just goes, absolutely, Kimmy. And we're like, what just happened? But then we just started saying it constantly. Like all the time. And I feel like it's one of those like you had to be there things, but it was just so funny in the moment. Also probably helped that like we were like on a theater high. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It was a time. So good. So and good. just high on sugar. Yeah. Oh, just coursing through our veins. <laughs> what a good trip. Well, we will have to go back Absolutely. once the world reopens. When the world is back and not on fire anymore, that's what we'll do. I mean, we're coming up on another graduation. I'm just saying. Oh, you are correct. So, well, I'll should just, we do I'll it? just pepper that in there, but. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Anyway, are you ready to move on? Let's do our six degrees of separation. Six degrees of separation! All right. So just a reminder, friends, how this works is we're going to pick two pieces of paper out of a jar, and on those pieces of paper is going to be the name of a Broadway star, a star in a jar, if you will. And then we'll read them, and we'll play the six degrees of separation between their shows. Try to connect them. So the first one is Sutton Foster. Okay. Okay. She actually came to my school in February. I think I told you about that. You did. I'm so That's jealous. And She's my so school s- is so small that, like, like she did a thing just for the music students before her performance, and there was, like, 30 of us in there, and mm-hmm. she was so chill, so sweet. Uh, okay. Uh, just to be in her presence would be incredible. I can't wait for her to be in The Music Man with Hugh Jackman. I, yes. I'm so excited. What a dynamic duo. And I know how you feel about Hugh Jackman. I love Hugh Jackman. <laughs> and then the second one is good old Santino Fontana. <laughs> okay, that's actually might be kind of hard. I feel like I want it to be obvious because, like, we know They're that too- Santino and Jonathan both did Frozen together. Right. And we know Jonathan and Sutton are besties, but I they just don't have they overlapped. I don't they haven't they haven't done a show together though. Okay, wait, wait, wait. We can do this. We can do this. And they're two high profile Broadway stars. Like Yes. These aren't B listers. I, I definitely think Jonathan Groff is gonna be our key player though, just because yeah, that's he's fair. also such a good name. I feel like Oh wait, 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 wait. Jonathan and Sutton did that like, live performance or something at Lincoln mm. Center, right? Does that oh, count? Yeah. Well, okay, because I was thinking of the Anything Goes one, which I don't think that would count as marvelous as it was. Oh, no, I don't think that counts, yeah. Because they're all friends. Like, they all know each other, so. But I think a Lincoln uh, Center performance I think counts. Lincoln's, yes, I would say yes. It was televised. It counts. Oh, it totally counts. Totally counts. So, so Sutton to Jonathan at Lincoln Center to Jonathan to... Santino in Frozen. Easy. That was really easy. Short. That wasn't I even mean, six Cameron, three. That was like three. 
Cameron, we need a challenge. Like that was Give too, us a harder one. too easy. Can we also talk about Jonathan Groff's obsession with Sutton Foster really fast? Because I, when I am sad or trying to avoid studying or just feel in the mood, I love to watch his performance of Anything Goes. He goes all out and I appreciate his dedication. I, here's the thing. I have an obsessive personality. <laughs> what? I, I don't like something casually. Like if I, if I like it, I'm all in. And we have so that in it, common. It is refreshing. Let me tell you, it is refreshing to see somebody like Jonathan Groff have the same kind of personality. Um, the way he feels towards Sutton, the way he feels towards Lynn. Don't get me started on that. <laughs> we'll have to have a whole episode just, of that relationship. I could go on for hours. I just, it makes me feel heard. Absolutely. Absolutely, Cameron. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> so, is that our show? I think so. Well, to all of you guys listening, I mean, Joanna, Ashley, my mother. <laughs> and me, when I listen in the future. <laughs> thank you for tuning in to our three people. Um, is the show over? I think now the show is over. <laughs> yes. Bye, everyone. Bye.